This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Lee is still here. We got three days in a row now of you being here. Good this morning is very, to you. Very exciting. We're going to have two Ask Slees in three days. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm ecstatic. This is a good <laughs> Yeah, I basically took. You don't really use a lot of your vacation. I feel like I there's leave a, a lot of. I on the table every year, and every year I do the same. I, this year I'm taking it all. Yep. I never do. Yeah. So <laughs> I need to this do that. year I went in and asked for your vacation. <laughs> good for you. So. Part of my time, it's all up, by the way. I got nothing left. So <laughs> whatever you had, it's gone as well. So Not I'm here. Is empty. I, listen, I'm I'm here for between now and the Lakers getting eliminated. I'm just going to do some NBA load management techniques and have some back injuries, some unexpected back injuries that pop up again. Your ass will get fined. Along the, way. Yeah, the commissioner, Greg, will come in and uh, corporate Greg will find me six bucks, according to the uh, collective bargaining agreement along the way. How you feel this morning? Feeling Slee? good this morning. Uh, it was, you know, I, I mentioned this to you. And this happened, and I forgot to mention it yesterday. You ever got a little, uh, little cyber? Let somebody get uh, hack into your Twitter, Twitter, anything uh, along I, those I, lines? I don't want to say it out loud for fear of them targeting me, but no, What's I your have password? not. Yeah. One, two, three, four? Yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, zero, zero, zero. zero. <laughs> yeah. Trav. T-R-A-V. I, Trav I love, loves the Rams. <laughs> okay, are you with your, um, with your passwords? Are they... You know how it tells you uh, strong and then really strong or yes. weak or whatever it yes. is? Where do you usually fall into those? I, I So I do the same thing that I try to think of something in the moment that's like in the room because I reset it every time. I yeah. never remember what any of them are, so I have to re-log in every time. So if you get time. a new computer... Well, it transfers all that stuff now, but like for instance, you have to go into your American Express again, right? Or whatever yeah. it is. It's like what is, I don't know what it is. Every time I go to pay that bill online, it's like I don't know. I got to get the card out. I got to enter the yeah. number. I got to reset the password. I don't know what any of them. I got the little thing. I got this thing where if it's something that I use, I know every day, a guy. No, no. If I if I use something like when I log into the computers here, I know that password because it's yeah. the one I set up. Yep. But if it's something like he says, you're gonna pay a it's bill. It's a bank account. Yep. If it's you know I don't know Best Buy, I just got a TV or I want to make a pay whatever. I get the strong password and have my phone remember that because I'm not going to, you know. And by the time you go back in there again, it's expired. Yeah. you got to reboot it. What's the old password? I don't I don't know. I've had, they asked me for my Gmail password the other day. I'm like, I don't think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> I, 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 had, I, had, I have no idea. I haven't had that, I've had that password for as long as I've been alive. I, I feel like mine are, they're pretty strong, right? It's not like I'm using Alan exclamation point. <laughs> Alan Slee with two. Alan Slee with three. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's just I've, different Lakers. I, don't, don't, <laughs> listen, I've definitely had some passwords. Sliwa like, with the money sign. I'm like, oh, dollar sign Sliwa. <laughs> I'm like, Al, someone's coming to this. Actually, when we changed our Wi-Fi, when Good Karma came in and they changed the Wi-Fi, yeah. and they kept saying to put the password in. I, I'm reading the password Carlo gave me, and I kept putting it in wrong. I'm like, no one's getting into this. So I got hacked. And I was trying to- and, What and got hacked? My Twitter got hacked. Okay. Okay. And it's not even like they posted something. F you. <laughs> Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. 
I'll, I'll read, and it's not even that they posted a new tweet. They were just replying to other people within my feed. Okay. And this is the tweet. So for those out there that got this tweet, <laughs> I apologize. Wasn't you. I did not. I did not send this out. Now you can claim. This is in all caps. Now you can claim your cyber rewards. CyberConnect brings insane news to us again, and then it has a link to Twitter. We oh. are proud to announce that cyber rewards are now back. $5 million has been allocated for the airdrop distribution based on the chain activity, and it continues to go, and it tags about <laughs> 65 different people, okay? If you got that oh from me- Oh, my gosh. If you got that from me, and I and I looked, I'm like, okay, well, what'd they send this out to? Two, three people, like, responding. I, I stopped going down my chain of how many people it replied to. So I have no idea. Like it could have. It's obviously all AI based, whatever it sure. is. So they're just putting in. I I don't know how many different people that it hit up. <laughs> it hit up everybody. But okay, that is so off brand for you that if I saw that, I'm like, okay, I I would call you and but say, but is Sleep. it? Yes, it is. It would be <laughs> that if you're just like, hey, I got five million dollars in crypto dollars to throw around. Just hit me up with an yeah, airdrop. It. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, Al, somebody got you, buddy. What if I used it on Twitter and now I'm using the platform on radio to promote this? Could be. Yeah, it's very Could confusing. Be. Yeah, that that of. I mean, you don't never want to get hacked, but that is at least so weird that. It could have been like, hey, guys, my top 10 Lakers of all time that you click it and then it deletes people's <laughs> bank accounts. I'd be like, you would get me on that one. Yeah, they have to be smarter. Right, right. It Why is Eddie even... Jones always number two on your list? <laughs> He's number click two. To find out. <laughs> yeah, click to find out. Exactly. Emily's exactly right. All right, um, so my apologies, guys. Well, I'd fine. rather get hacked like that than them posting the other stuff or oh, talking smack. yeah. Or saying words yes, that, that you don't eat. Yeah, exactly. Who was it? Was it like Giannis and Steph? And, a lot. Yeah, a couple of now, these guys got This is why you have to live your life a certain way. So when something like that goes, Slee would never do that. Trav would never Makes do no that. Makes no sense. Right? Mm -hmm. that, there's no way that, that Emily would tweet that. There's no way that Jorge would post that. What if yeah, it was if your... I tweeted, uh, Taylor Swift sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then I go, exactly. Emily's been hacked. What if, what if it was the Uber driver? Doesn't leave you alone. Mm. Hey, like, hey he's think about that. You here now. It's been a couple days since then. <laughs> Did he have? I have like... had no communication with him since Friday in Tokyo. <laughs> this is lighting up here. Did he have like? Oh, I have free Wi-Fi in my car if you want to connect to it. And then that's how actually they really get you. Is you connect to the Wi-Fi, Could they have access to your phone, and then there it goes. I had a. I had to sign up for something yesterday for my Rams podcast that I do. And it was for one. Wait, of the, is there a YouTube component? There is a YouTube component. Thank you for asking. Locked on Rams on YouTube, uh, and one of the sponsors that we have there. I had to sign up for something, and it asked for a piece of information. I'm like, don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, eh, I like hmm. money too much. <laughs> I better, I better give it to him anyway. How but personal just, was the info? Something that it's not like the most personal. It's not like your social security number yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. But it was one of those. You really need to have How this? did you find out about us? That's none of your yeah, business. Well, yeah, that it was it was somewhere between social security number and that, somewhere in there. Jorge, uh Yeah, he's I, living a good life over there. I, he's he's doing I, well. I've I seen this buffalo chicken dip that uh, Emily brought from that she talked about last week. What do you think? Good stuff. It is good stuff. Good well, stuff. it's chicken and cheese and buffalo sauce. It's hard to get yeah, wrong. I was going to say delicious. You can't go wrong okay. with that yeah. one. It's because let's let's just give the lore of this for just a half a second and then we can get into Jorge's week that has been amazing. Couple but weeks. uh last week we were doing a, a factor cap with Andy and uh Jorge and Greg and everybody in, uh, was in here. And I said, "Oh, 
Buffalo chicken dip's always the best uh, side at a, at a football function. And Jorge and, and Andy were like, oh, no, definitely not. Or like, whatever. They, they said cap. And then after the show, they were like, wait, Emily, come in here. Because I don't think that we understood what you were asking. They had not heard of buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, yeah. I What? They didn't know. It's a white people thing. Yeah. It's a white people thing, but Andy's white. <laughs> yeah. White people Yeah, but Andy's, taco Andy's kind night. of a, he's a iconoclast. Kind of he's not going to go mainstream, right? He's going to be, he's the guy that heard about the band before you heard but about he the band. But he grew up going to, I'm sure, like tailgates in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, but it. That's actually a good counterpoint there. It, it, that's it a, is. That's he a went strong to USC. counterpoint. Yeah, but yeah, but Andy's probably doing things that are a little cooler than you and I were doing. Andy, sure. Andy's in a, Andy's in the indie band. You and I are going to the cafeteria. <laughs> he had long right? hair. It's the Midwest. He, he had long, long hair. Maybe you don't yeah, have that. Andy is a Midwesterner by birth, but the second he got to relocate by choice, he bounced and came to L.A. All right. So yes, I wanted to. Uh, you know, I w- I was shocked by this. I was like, I need to make sure that Jorge experiences. Jorge Did you have it with tortilla chips. Yeah. Yeah, the tortilla chips. Yeah. Jorge, you have an option of dips, and that's one of them. Where is that landing on your top? Is it getting in the top five? I'm still going to go over walk, but yeah, it's, it's making the top ten for okay. sure. All right. Yeah, oh. I can make this at home. Yeah. Chicken, yeah. cheese, buffalo sauce. Is there cream ma- cheese? Cream cheese. That's no lie. Right. We go to the taco joint on Tuesday. Yeah. What's at the bottom of that list? <laughs> oh, please. So they, well, how many things are on that list? 12, 15? It's basically the whole pork. Yeah, they have the, the whole pig part. and all the way different ways that there are the okay. different cuts, the different preparations, the different seasonings. <laughs> What's at the bottom? Asada was last. It yes. was last. See? We might, he just might be an insider. <laughs> <laughs> there might be last. people that just don't talk about it. It's, yeah. it's maybe the equivalent of us going to Taco uh, Bell in, at Tokyo Dome. No. <laughs> <laughs> That. You could be could right. Be that. You could but, uh, be right about that. I need to continue to bring some more like white people food, I guess, in here. I'm going to make some casseroles for you. <laughs> Tuna surprise. I'm going to use like some like like tater tot casserole. Ooh, that some Midwestern good. things. Those are pretty I'm, good. I'll good. look up like the whitest food possible, and I'll just see if we can, uh, you know, white people talk. <laughs> yeah, he'll understand. My my dad sent me a text on Monday night of a plate of white people tacos, slugged white people tacos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And they are a, defined very clearly. And then a picture of an empty plate that he took out. So <laughs> it uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You got to meet Fernando. Well, I did, hell, man. I did. Dude, come on. Awesome. Beckham, what, two weeks ago? Beckham, two weeks ago. Fernando, I'm in front of Messi, and now last Fernando. night. Come on, man. What about man. Michael Jordan? So hopefully next, next week. <laughs> Magic Michael, Johnson, Michael through? Jordan, right? I mean, my goodness. I, I, I want to hear about it, but I also kind of don't want to hear about mm-hmm. it because – I had I don't get jealous very often. I, I I'm happy when people that I like have great experiences. Like when I saw your and I know how much David Beckham meant to you, right. and I know that getting to see Messi up close, I know how much that meant to mm-hmm. you. So I'm like I was thrilled for but you. But you were thrilled because you didn't care that Messi and Beckham I, it's, were it's, in front of. It's not a dream of mine. It's not a to dream of yours. Messi or David Beckham. However, Fernando, <laughs> seriously, really. Yeah, maybe you should have gone, Travis. I, maybe I should have. This is why you two. say yes to things um, and don't be a rat. I know <laughs> all, of, all of those things are probably <laughs> true. Uh, I want to hear all about it because yeah. I have many, many questions. That's coming up next. Jorge met my guy, and I don't love it. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So oh, now, goes now he's just coming at you. Tell, tell me, <laughs> did I get invited yesterday? I don't think I did. We po- did. Did I? Beto and I were back there and we said, hey, man, you should come through. I said, hey, just, man, just come with us. I don't remember it like that. No, we went to the talk. We went to talk yeah. on Tuesday. Right. And then I said, hey, just come with us. I just roll. Come on. Just all you got to buy a ticket. Let's go. I love the Probably mix, too, because it's him, Beto, Mace, and Funches. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like you hanging out with Mace. I feel like he's 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 trying to get you back to, to the, the, uh, yeah. the, the mid-afternoon It felt show. like that. We, he, he bought me tacos. He got me a couple sure. beers. Yeah. Well, we sure. He, he, knows, he knows the Man, way to thirsty, your heart. Yeah, tacos, thirsty. beer, and a hookup with Fernando. <laughs> get you a little bit of water? <laughs> yeah. What do you need? Let me get up and get that for you. Me, <laughs> hey, he's got a little nacho cheese in the corner. Get a little napkin and clean that off for you. know what? Let me park for you. I don't remember the come through, but if you're telling me that it was offered, then I believe you. Um I should probably say yes, because the last two times that you and Beto have gone to a Dodger game, you last. basically got to play. You were in the <laughs> basically, dugout. Basically, yeah. And then last night you met Fernando. my uh, childhood idol, Fernando Valenzuela. Yeah. Tell me about it. So we get there, what, five-something, right? Uh, we get 4.30, we're having tacos. We go get tacos outside. We eat our stuff, whatever. We go to the parking lot, and we walk around. We go to the bar, get a beer. And at some point, Beto's like, all right, let's go to the bullpen. We go to the bullpen. And nothing's happening. All right, let's go to this other bar. So we go to this other bar. We're chilling. And then uh, we go by the Spectrum people. And we see Oral. We see, you know, the people that host mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. So they say what's up to those guys. And then at some point, we're like, hey, let's just go to the press box. And then I'm walking. I'm like, man, what are the chances that we run into Fernando? Decent. That's yeah. where he works every yeah. but night. You're, but, that, <laughs> right. but you're thinking that I'm literally thinking as you're going up there? Yeah. So then I'm like, hey, Beto, what if we run into Fernando? He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Let's go to the press box. So we go to the press box. Showing us around, Funchy, fun, I mean, you know, Mace and I. Well, yeah. The game's not even started yet. It's like six something. So we're making our way up there. And sure enough, he knows people up there. We ran into uh, Alden Gonzalez, who covers mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, the Dodgers, yeah. Rams, yep. Chargers. So we talked to him. We intro- He introduces us to Alden. And then at some point, I look at Mace. I was like, man, wouldn't it be something if Fernando just comes out or comes into the press box? And as I'm saying that, two minutes later, Fernando comes out through the hallway. And I look at Mace, I'm like, dude, get out of here. That's Fernando. <laughs> I look at Funchy, I'm like, yo, bro, like, Fernando's right there. Funchy's like, dude. He turns around and he's like, you think we can get a picture? I was like, man, I don't know. I'm not asking. I'm just going to play it cool. Like, we're, you know, part of the business, the whole thing. And then Beto's like, hey, Fernando, have you have you met Steve Mason? ESPN, and that's uh, Jorge. That's a producer. And then that's uh, Michael. That's another producer at ESPN. I work with these guys. And then there's you know talking so he has a relationship with fernando kind of greased right. the track that's right. awesome so the beto's like yeah so i'm going here and i'm going there like you know what do you think and fernando's like yeah just be careful you know wherever you go just be careful and then it depends on who you're hanging out with you know like it it, it, it all comes down to that and then uh beto's like hey man is it cool if i get a picture with you and my boys 
And Fernando's like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, no, get out of here, dude. Like, get out. And then, it's awesome. yeah, Fernando's like, yeah, come on over. We take a picture. How quickly did you crop Mason and Funches out of that picture? <laughs> no, I was right there because, you know, I'm listening <laughs> to the conversation. Hey, Mason, you're kind of in a weird angle. Can you just back exactly. off a little bit? Yeah, but, man, meeting Fernando. Yes, last yesterday. Yep. And then Beckham within a two weeks. No, it's just stupid. Funch is like, dude, you're on a roll. Like, what are you doing next week? Maybe we're maybe we're gonna run into Michael Jordan or something. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he's it was, not even impressed with Tiger. He's like, hey, it's Tiger. So man, we get the picture. You see these golfers everywhere. <laughs> Beckham and Fernando, Tiger, whatever. We get the picture and then I I send it to my mom, send it to my dad, send it to my uncle. You know, I I just send it to my family. I'm yeah. like, Yo, I just met for that. And everybody's like, how, when, how come you don't take us? You know what's thing? funny? Can it I tell you something funny about that story specifically? It's a lot of fun. I bet. <laughs> is I think probably a lot of people that listen to any of us on 710 or any of us on the radio, they think, oh, you know what? We run into these people. That Maybe they think this, maybe they don't. But they might think you run into these people Maybe it happens once a year, once a couple times a year, and it's not that big of a deal. The way he just told the story and the way you're sitting pins and needles yeah. wanting to know the details of that story <laughs> sure. about Fernando, the way they feel is the same way any of us would feel. For I, sure. Can I take you back to the we did the media day, and it was the year that it's Carmelo and it's this and that, and a couple times you turn to me and you're like, bro, this is that Carmelo's yeah. here. Yeah. But look at Dwight How? Hey, look at LeBron James. Yeah. How long have you been in the industry? 30 years. Okay. And and you still get a little starstruck with some of these guys. And then Mason also tweeted the picture, and somebody on his comments said, hey, like, I can't believe throughout your whole career you've never met Fernando. And well, Mason said, no, this is the first time I meet Fernando, mm-hmm. a living legend. And, you know, it was just that, that That's way. the thing. That's to your point, Al, it doesn't happen as often as people may think. And as cool as it is to meet LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Carmelo Anthony and all these guys that are going to the Hall of Fame, it, it's a, it's amazing. Do not get me wrong, but I didn't idolize him as a kid. Yeah. It's different. Next level. It's different yeah. when it's the guy that when you're 12 years old and he's pitching for the Dodgers, that's you. It's just a different relationship. Yeah. Or in my you case, just look up to him. In my case, my my mom, my grandpa, like they talk about Fernando like that. And yeah. it's like you grow up, you know. Seen what like no, that's... imagining what it was like for them. Did you for... bring up my name? <laughs> oh man! Like at that point, I'm not thinking. You know, I'm not thinking anything. But I'm no, with I Steve Mason. With... So hey, 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 I don't want to hey, hear this that. Is Steve Mason. I don't want to hear you know, that. Travis could have been here. <laughs> I wanted you to say, you know, the the show that I'm currently working on has a huge Dodger fan as one of the hosts, and he watches the Fernando Valenzuela Dodger even came five to times his... a week. Would it bother you more if just out of nowhere he's like? Hey, um, somebody else I work with, Alan Sliwa. <laughs> Huge Pottery fan. He remembers your time down in San Diego very fondly, right? Man, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Of all 16 Kern's Nectars, Fernando's favorite is strawberry. No, apricot. <laughs> <laughs> so I found it rolling on the TV. I was like, I got to record it because the commercial came as soon as. I, I already know the spot where that commercial plays. That's so awesome. I'm like, cool I got to record it. The That's fact awesome. that this guy is basically saying, hey, what if, and then he shows up, come on. Well, That's the, never happening again. You, no, you say, what him. if, and then he shows you up. What are the chances? He's in the building. He's, yeah. he's getting ready to do his job. You're well, there at about the right time. I was going to say the time, too. You're, you're obvious, Because it's an hour or so before first pitch, that's probably his ch- best chance again. Uh, yeah, he's not getting him. ready to be on the air in two seconds. Yeah. He's not. You're not there so early that he's not around. It's the it's the sweet spot. Yeah, but he was out there hanging out like for maybe five minutes, 
tops, maybe 10. One quick knows. video. Hey, was, shout out to my guy, Trav. Yo, man, What's it up? Was, it's it was Fernando. Fun. <laughs> then after that, we go to our seats where, where the mariachis are playing, and we talk to the mariachis. Like, Beto's just, you know, he knows Dodger Stadium, yeah. so he's talking to the mariachis. He's talking to, you know, just everybody there, and then they're coming up to Mason, Beto, and it, it was fun, man. It was a fun night, uh, but highlight of it cool. for sure, meeting Fernando. Yeah, I and, say, yes. and they got a W, so. Yeah, they did get a W. They did get a W. I saw your boy Lynn warming up. Playing the pod. Really. Yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> he is a big boy. Yeah, he's a big dude. I'm like, oh, there's Lynn. I was like, hey, keep it moving, dude. And I was like, all right, man. So he had a really good night for them last yeah. night. He pitched seven innings, threw 111 pitches, only gave up a couple of runs, and, and gave the bullpen a much-needed night of rest yeah. because they've been taxed like crazy and they're going to continue to be taxed moving forward. But he did a, a really good job. I wasn't at the game meeting Fernando and hanging out with the mariachis the way that you were, but I was watching it on TV. You know what I love about Lance Lynn? Every time something goes even a little bit wrong, like he got he had a couple of borderline pitches that didn't go his way, yep. he starts screaming at the top of his lungs on the mound. And I, I don't know if it's like vocally where he's like, ah, or he's just mouthing the words. But the word BS kept coming out of his mouth several times in a row after a couple of borderline pitches did not go his way. And you could feel him seething on the mound. And I just, I love that. This I'm is guy, with you on that. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of when they're showing the emotion. Absolutely. I'm this with guy's given up 40 home runs on the season, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's still competing on every pitch like a borderline 50-50 pitch. He doesn't get it, and he wants to just break someone's neck. He's so mad about it. I don't know if it works for him or against him, but I love watching it on TV. Well, he's finally playing for a team, too, that's got something to play for. He knows. Like you were just saying, can you get us six, seven innings tonight, put him in a position? You want to explain to me why Grisham is bunting with the bases loaded? So, as that happened, uh, I laughed. A, I laughed out loud. Okay, it was pretty hilarious. And B, my phone starts going zzzz, like all of my baseball friends. They're down four to are nothing. Like, what the hell was that? Like, what did he just do? He's trying to get one run there in. There's nobody out. And, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> trying to get one run in, and nobody gets to advance because you're tagging the guy in third. Nice job, Trent. Nice job. Buddy. Okay, that had to have been him going rogue, right? There's no way Bob Melvin said, hey, you know what we should do now is aggressively bunt towards third base with nobody out and the bases loaded. Can I tell you something funny? And this was actually Dave after the game. And this doesn't happen too often. He wasn't doing it He wasn't doing it to go after Trent Grisham or anything like that. But he's like, yeah, no, that's the turning point of the game. Um, it you know, Base is loaded. and <laughs> It kind of was. Like it, there play. are no turning points in games when one team has a 15-game lead in the division no. and the other no. team's going home. But he's right. that It was it – was, Shocking! Mm-hmm. It was like what? What the? Didn't my, make any my sense. My buddy Brian texted me. Goes, that's why Slee's Padres are eighty nine yes, games under five hundred <laughs> because they do stuff like bases this. loaded, batting six in the order, and you bunt. It was insane. Yeah, it was insane. Now the Dodgers did get uh, an interesting little development. Kyle Hunt, who has the highest strikeout per nine inning mark in minor league baseball, he's got an electric fastball. I was talking with somebody that knows things that says. He's got a Bugs Bunny changeup, which means it's just a, a wipeout pitch along the way. He pitched two innings, did not give up a hit. He got Tatis, Soto, and Machado out on nine pitches, then went out in the ninth inning and struck out the side. And his stuff looks filthy, really nasty, yeah. really, really nasty. It's another guy to throw into the mix, right? So you've got your Pepios and your Millers and your Groves and your Stones, and now all of a sudden you've got Kyle Hunt in the mix because for no other reason than he's got great stuff and you're just looking for warm bodies at this point. Do you remember a season like this? 
how comfortable are you with this? And I would imagine if I'm a Dodger fan, there's a lot of unease with the situation that they're in. You got a squad. You got ballers left and right, and I'm talking about the ability to put up five, six, sure. seven runs on any given night. But you have a pitching staff that's so predicated on kids that have never been there before. Not by design, but just by not, circumstance. Completely not by design. And that's yeah. kind of my point. My point is that what a weird situation. Like, how can you look at the bats and see so many vets, so many guys that have been there have done it before, so many guys that have playoff experience, and then you go look on the mound, and it's like, <laughs> this is the first time this guy has ever been in the major leagues, and we're in September, Yeah, right? And that there's a chance that you might be using him in the postseason out of the bullpen. Probably a better than average chance. Okay, how about all the other starters? The starters who have never, they've just never been in the league, had an opportunity to pitch a playoff game. Can you remember a situation like this? Like what a no, what not, a not weird. Like not I've seen situations. We've all seen situations where you've got your group and a guy drops out, and you have to throw a kid in the group just because you have no other choice. We're out of time. You can't make a deal. Or you're rebuilding and you're, you're not making the playoffs. But, but yeah, but even in this situation, we got a really good team. Like maybe somebody you know drops out, they get an injury. It's like all right, sure. here we go next. Everybody. <laughs> and, that, everybody. and that's what it is. It's literally everybody. The season, the, here's the starting rotation to start the season. It was supposed to be Gonsolin, May, Urias, Kershaw, and we'll figure it out, right? Well, Urias, gone. Gonsolin, gone. May, gone. Kershaw, severely limited with what his health is right now. Yeah. And they've figured the rest out. And it's all guys that are in their 20s that throw 109 billion miles an hour. And I have no idea how they're going to respond when it gets time to go for it. Hmm. It's it's weird. And tell me if this isn't true. That baseball isn't the weirdest thing in the world where if this were the team. I'm not saying it's likely. But, but I know what you're saying. Hey, we won 111 games out in the first round. Hey, we got a much better team than the Washington Nationals out in the second round. Hey, we got a better team than the Astros. Astros rip one off uh, from underneath you. That this team where we got a bunch of 23-year-old guys. And they run the table? And they win. They, only in baseball, you're like, yeah, maybe. That's it. It doesn't happen in hoops. It doesn't happen in the NFL. We no. just got a bunch. In baseball, it's like, yeah, as long as they score some runs, I got a chance. And they do. They have a chance. It's maybe not a great chance, but a chance nonetheless. Matthew Stafford was awesome in game one. And maybe he's got a little side TV gig coming up. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is your guy, Lance Lynn. You need a big boy. You need a big boy for uh, the postseason. He, he is, and he was good yesterday. He was mad should at play the this out every time he goes to the mound. <laughs> this should Honestly, be exactly. he should. <laughs> should. Not a bad Not song. Bad. It's a big dude. He's yeah, out he there is. working oh. hard. Yeah. And this is from SNL last year. It was uh, SZA was a singer and stuff. And always funny. Oh, no, wait, come on. Of course. You don't of think he you knows this? You know, I don't this like your to, PA. When you do like PA, flex. Yeah. <laughs> Dana Hills. That's what I mean. They, you need an intro I song. Before I start, I play Big Boy from SZA. 
<laughs> did I say that right? <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you did. did. You did. Good but job. from the car in the parking lot is when it starts. And there's a, <laughs> a camera on you right. the entire way. Did you see how I had to really concentrate to say SZA? <laughs> that it just and, didn't... Okay, I, guess, I want you to guess how it's spelled. S-Z-A. You're correct. Yeah. She is wow, performing at the Kodokam Arena, I think, in a month or so. Yeah. Do you want to ask me why I know that? Because you saw a billboard? No. No. Okay, how, why do you know that? Uh, because Kelly was in the car recently and she was in control. And, and she put it from <laughs> and her you kept phone looking at your... And I'm like, what's zzz? <laughs> and she's like, it's SZA. I'm like, then why oh is it spelled zzz? I know, Kelly. Jeez. <laughs> I was it's just SZA. joking. Yeah. See, I, I surprise you every once in a while, don't yeah. I? Yeah. What? Zzz. <laughs> uh, how about that? How about that photo Jorge just showed us? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Oh, the pastor? Yeah. Yes. Dude, those tacos, man. On your way to Dodger on Sunset, Stadium? On Sunset Boulevard in the corner before the Dodger Stadium entrance? Yes. Now now I kind of have to say no to Beto every time, just so somebody <laughs> else can have an amazing experience, Dude. because every time I say no, you go and have the, the night of I text, your life. I text him the picture. He's like, man, I'm all for I'm two waiting. with you guys. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next, uh, next uh, invite to come through. You say no. And then next thing you know, they're just all at dinner with Fernando and <laughs> Kershaw's <house>. there. <laughs> yeah. Oral's there. Oral's like, where have you been? Playing golf. They're hanging out on the weekends, just getting to know each other a little better and, you know, really developing a friendship. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. All right. So the quarterback show that yeah. we, we all saw and I think we all liked the Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, uh, Marcus Mariota version last year. Um, it was good. I liked and, and it. I, I did, too. And I thought that they picked the three right guys. There are reports out there that Matthew Stafford is agreed to be part of season two of quarterback. And this is the very first thing that went through my mind when I saw that he agreed to it. He must think the Rams are decent. He must think that the Rams are somewhere between good to better than that. Because I can't imagine anybody would want to sign up for a team that they thought is going to go 3-14 and 14 or 5-12. and 12. And, and then right? have every step of it followed. And right, and just by... the misery of getting your butt kicked behind a porous offensive line, of yep. watching your team just crater and going through the speculation of getting traded or whatever else may come up. He must, at the very least, think that this team has an opportunity to be pretty good, or else I don't think he's putting it. You, you saw the show. The cameras are in your car. They're in your house. Yep. They're in the locker room. They're at yep. your training table. They're Intimate they're moments every, with your family, everywhere. whatever it is. Your yeah. backyard. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you Kids want to sign part up of it. for that if you thought your team was going to be not very good? I don't think you would. I, I don't. It's kind of funny. Things like this, and I think you and I talked about, the only concern we have with this show, how's it going to be different? Hard Knocks was awesome when it started, Mm -hmm. but you reach the point where it's like, well, you're not really doing anything different, so me as a consumer, I'm probably out. I didn't watch any of it with the Jets this past year. Quarterbacks, it's going to completely have to come down to, is that person of interest? Is that quarterback of interest? We got the fresh take of it the first time around, and the fact that it was Mahomes, look, Mahomes is going to sell himself. It's Patrick Mahomes. Kirk Cousins, I thought, was a very interesting story. I think you you had some interesting storylines, but it was also new and fresh for us. Mm-hmm. You get to season two, you got to give me something that I could also look at and say, this is, this is interesting. This personality is interesting. I don't know if a lot of these quarterbacks, if there's a lot of quarterbacks that churn down opportunities like this and just say, you know what, I don't have interest in it. He or did if they're the first time. Or, uh, Kelly talked about it on her podcast that he she, he wanted no to way. see what the product looked like. 
before he signed on to it. Okay, this is the this is where I was kind of going to. What makes Matthew Stafford interesting? Part of what makes him interesting is he plays for the Los Angeles Rams. Part of what makes him interesting is he's been in the league for a long time. Part of what makes it interesting is he's got a Super Bowl champ. His coach is McVay. Sean McVay, right? Like all that stuff. The other part that's interesting is I know who his wife is. You know who his wife is. His wife had comments recently within the last couple of weeks. We started our that show off with. That was the second with. thing that went through my mind. We started our show off with. Yeah. The first thing that went through my mind was he must think they're pretty good. The second thing that went through my mind was that stuff about him having trouble connecting with the generation gap. Was that like planting seeds? Is that material? Seeds? Yeah. Was that planting seeds for the narrative that's going to show up on quarterback? It it at least crossed my mind. She's out there. She has a podcast. I mean, she same with Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes was out on social no media doubt. a lot, and that was also a thing of why you wanted to watch the quarterback. It's not a format-based show. It's a personality-based show. Well, and we know, like you said with Mahomes' wife, I know who she is before the show started. Yeah. We know Matthew Stafford's wife before the show started. I did yeah. not know any of the other wives that were on there. Not that that matters, but I'm just saying that there's storylines to it. The fact that she has a podcast, the fact that two weeks ago we had part of this conversation, I think is interesting. He's going to fall into the Cousins role because Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league who is likely to go deep into the playoffs and maybe you catch it exactly right the way that they did and they end up winning the Super Bowl, right? That It's a good bet. Mariota was the guy that was completely devoid of personality, trying desperately to hold on to a starting role in the league. But it was a new opportunity. New opportunity. And maybe who knows what would have happened. But tell me if that show weren't, if it was quarterback and it was the Marcus Mariota, we're out in an episode because he's just a dud. He's just not an interesting person Mm -hmm. as far as a television show goes. You're watching it more from a local standpoint, if I'm a fan of that team. Right. Cousins was kind of the star of this thing because I think a lot of people had an opinion of him one way or the other, like yeah. he's just this cornball or he sucks or he's better than you think. It would be really hard to watch that show and not think at the end of it, you know what, I kind of like that guy. Especially with last year them doing so well and him Absolutely. wearing the chains on the thing, which is so like not his personality. And like, he, but he's yeah, authentic. Yeah, he got pumped for that. He's yeah, a real yeah. guy. You never once felt like he was doing a thing so it would look cool or it would look good on the t- It's just he's kind of a corny guy. Mm-hmm. He's a family guy. He's a very religious loves guy. <laughs> he loves Coles, but he was not leaning into any of it. It's just kind of he owns him. he was. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity for Stafford there to be that guy and just like, hey, here's who I am. For whatever you th- may think of me, maybe I'm the guy you're thinking stacked a bunch of numbers in Detroit. The guy who caught lightning in a bottle in L.A. The guy who had a terrible year last year. Like, who knows what the football component of it is? I can't connect with my teammates. But he's got four very telegenic daughters. He's got a, a wife that is has a public persona. And has a story that is inspiring as well as, And you we know, don't know anything yeah. about him. Right, well, like, is that, what, what do we know about Matthew Stafford other than he's a really good football went player to Georgia. and he's got a family and he used to play for the, like we don't know a ton about him. I think getting to know him a little bit would be very interesting. I think the and look at it from a national perspective. That's the question mark. Is he interesting from a national perspective? I think the Georgia thing's actually an interesting tie-in just because it's Georgia, the powerhouse. A long time ago. And I think the Detroit Lions is an interesting story because he was there. Georgia, he but, was still yeah. there for so long, and I think a lot of Lions fans love him. And then here you are, you're in Hollywood and you win a Super Bowl. I don't know what it is on a national level. I think it's also going to depend a lot on who the top other quarterback's going to be and then who the other quarterback's going to be.
Two out of the last three days, we got an Astley. Go ahead and send him at Travis Rogers, at Jabcam, at Emily Hebel. You can send him to all of us. We got an Astley, and of course, you can do it on the phone. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN if you would like to get in and ask Slee on the phone, which I would like, right? I feel like the Twitter is always up. pretty good, but I do like the uh, the spoken ask Slees along the way. All right, me first. Daniel Tapia in the Travis Slee All-Star community says, Slee finds a sandwich in the back of the fridge he doesn't okay. remember getting. Do you automatically throw it out or do you do some investigating? Can I let you guess between the two? Which one do you think is I, more... I, knowing you a little bit, yeah. I think you're a... If I don't even remember getting that thing. It's going straight in the trash. I'm an investigator. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, I might need a second. I got to go back and think about it a little bit. I may... I'm not trying to say that if it's been... If, if something's been expired, you have some kind of condiment in the refrigerator, right? It's ketchup, it's must, whatever it is. If the thing's expired by a year... Of course it's oh, going okay. out. Oh, yeah. Year, of course yeah, it's sorry. going out, right? I think of course it's going out. I don't know how you feel about that. I, you know it's funny? I don't know if I've ever the condiments <laughs> don't last long enough in my refrigerator to expire. I got some that just sit there. It's like yeah. you bought something and it's just in there. It's a dressing, it so whatever if it is. If I open it and it's got that crust around <laughs> it's the always thing. Italian. Yeah. That's exactly right. A sandwich, I know it's risky business, but I'm an investigator. I'm going to investigate first. And then it's probably going to make its way to the if trash. I didn't know how it got there. It's going. What if out. it looks clean? Not, what if on it. accident? I'll bring it for you. What if on accident you just <laughs> forgot and it's only two days old? Worth it. I'm, uh, gone. It's gone. 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 Because what looks like turkey may have been tuna a couple of weeks before, <laughs> and now it's solidified. And I'm Jorge, are you investigating it. a little bit? Uh, nah, it's gone it away. Yeah, I'm Look, I, yeah. because let's say let, let's be over the top. Okay. Like a super expensive sandwich is what, 12 or 15 bucks? Yeah, probably 15 bucks. Okay. Yep. 15 dollars worth getting sick? Yeah. It's a, no. It's not. Like, it's up for debate. I, I want you to think <laughs> no, about that not. moment when you're sitting on the couch, you're watching TV, you're like, uh oh. And your body goes, you have nine seconds. <laughs> and and it's like, I self destruct. <laughs> right? You have nine seconds. And then, eight. Seven and you're like, I shouldn't have eaten the sandwich. That's not worth fifteen bucks. I go to my calculator. I'm like, you saved a little bit of money. <laughs> yeah, when you got sweat pouring <laughs> off your body, like I saved twelve bucks. The condiments one, that's the most where there's a real risk that it is expired. Yeah, yeah. You you have a smaller household than I do. I that stuff. Well, you have sixty five hundred square feet, <laughs> and it gets turned over so fast. No, I got four five people eating in the house every single day. That can of uh, mustard or jar of mustard doesn't last more than a couple of weeks. But if it goes like two days after the expression day, are you going to eat it? What is it? Milk? I don't know. Like jam, cream. I don't know. I'd eat jam. Yeah. Yeah, I would I'd do. Eat I would ketchup. Too. I'd eat ketchup. It's but like things like if that. it's a yogurt or it's milk or cheese, yeah, yeah, those, are, those are those are a little Dairy more risky. Product, no chance. Not a chance. Yeah. Em, you got one? Yeah, I got one. So this one's from John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. And so he asks, are hot dogs really white people tacos? Hashtag <laughs> Astley. They are appetizers. We've established that. Um, <laughs> but it's a definition of what's a, what's a taco. No, I, a... I don't I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Hot dogs are uh, go to a baseball game. It doesn't matter. Is it a sandwich? It do- <laughs> I, don't, I don't consider it a sandwich. 
I kind of just consider it its own little like hot dog. It's, its own, own little thing. thing. This is its own chicken pocket. or egg stuff. I'm right. not getting sucked into your loop of, <laughs> of illogical presuppositions, right? I don't think it's a white people thing because you go to a sporting event. It's not like exclusive to everybody. Well, white people you go, do love hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, they do, but you go to any type of but barbecue ev- or anything like that, everybody's grilling every hot dogs. Every culture has their sausage. Yeah, yeah, right? totally. yeah. It's just, it's a different, it's seasoned a little differently. It's made with different meats, yeah. hopefully, <laughs> or, or other things, but every culture's got its there, sausage. There are Ours a lot of bologna. There are, there are a lot of houses you can go to, or you go to a park, you meet up. Doesn't matter the culture, there's a very good chance there's dogs sitting on that grill. Jorge. All right, this one's from Christopher Holmes. Hey, what's up, Holmes? What's up, and, Holmes? And he asked, if uh, if Rookie had a voice, what would he sound like, and what is the first thing he would say to you? Um, rookie would be a – he'd be very similar to Cody Bellinger. <laughs> he'd, be a, he'd be a stoner at San Diego State University that's in his second year, but All right, so do the voice. he so doesn't have enough – it'd be like, hey, Dad. Um, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Dad, I haven't. I'm confused. Well, he's a dog father. <laughs> I haven't eaten in like, like three hours. What's, <laughs> what's the deal here? Like, I'm, I'm starving. I got to eat something. Um, hey, Dad, what are you doing in the kitchen? What's going on over there at the kitchen? Hey, Dad, we should go outside. Like that's literally that's literally rookie. I feel like he's a lot more energetic than that. At the time that I met him, though. He's energetic, but he's also there's he kind of has kind of a little goofiness to him. That I think is he'll knock when he's when he's kind of hungry. Time to eat, he'll just go to his bowl, sitting there. Maybe I didn't put it in the kitchen. He just tap knock on it over. Yeah, he'll like knock it over. Like <laughs> what the f is going on? I'm ready. He's very Cody Bellinger. Like I feel like he's I feel like he's smoked a lot in his life, even though he hasn't smoked either. <laughs> All right, this one's from Darren Pollock. It says, "What's the point of countries having a national bird?" Like we have the bald eagle as our national bird. What's the national bird of Mexico, Jorge? I don't know. It's, bra- it's a brown it, eagle. It's an eagle. It's an eagle too. Okay. States yeah. have birds too. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? You guys might have to help me out this one. <laughs> well, we have a bear. California's a bear. California has a bear. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Virginia's cardinal. Cardinal? Are there yeah. cardinals all over the place? In Actually, what's Virginia? funny is I've seen more cardinals outside of Virginia than inside of Virginia, and then also <laughs> I hope I, it, have, I hope they just make sense because so many dogwood of like, tree is our uh, tree. Okay, but a bear in California makes perfect sense. Yeah. There's bears all over California. There's bald eagles in this country, at least, and I believe they're returning, that they're starting to flourish. I believe and even in certain places like Seattle, they're becoming a bit of a nuisance. Good. There's so many of them Let's around. get them back. But uh, I, don't yeah, know. I don't know why. I mean, just because it's badass and you want to have yeah. a badass country. Just look at them and you're like, wow, that's that's cool. That's me. But a cardinal's and, yeah. not badass. It's pretty. Well, but yeah. it's not like tough. They're <laughs> Blue not Jay. tough. They're they're right. uh, supposedly. This is what my mom was explaining to me. Cardinals represent someone who's passed, who's coming to visit you. So if you see a cardinal, it means that person's coming to visit you. Uh, so. Somebody that liked me or somebody that hated my guts. Likely someone. Probably that hated you. you. <laughs> Probably hated you. And also only the male like ones. The male ones are the ones that are red. Oh, is that true? Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't know what's going on with uh, I don't national know birds, but other than you want something tough, so that don't mess with us. We're going to put arrows in its talons and an olive branch in the other, <laughs> and don't come for us. I just go back to you know we talk about with sports franchises will move and this and that, and it's the Utah Jazz, <laughs> and none of it really makes sense. I just hope all these state birds <laughs> a little more yeah, logical, a little more logical. I on have that. one from Chrissy. She says. Who would be someone that you would that would make you jealous if uh, Jorge met them? Um, 
So the only reason why Magic's I'm not I'm also on, saying that you haven't met before. Is that what I was I was saying? just yeah. going to say is because I've met Magic. You actually said something to me during the break that you've never met Magic. I've interviewed him a couple of times. I've never met him. I've only spoken with him on the phone. Um, which, by the way, that's kind of funny. You've interviewed yeah. the guy, but <clears throat> never met him before. And, and Magic called him by his name. Yes, he, he did. Travis, and then he was excited. And, but you should see the happened. smile on oh, my face. Man. I'm like, yes! Yeah, he Magic turned this said way. My he name. turned this one. He's like, <laughs> yeah. you know? The, the, the sports, the icon for me growing up passed away, but it's, it's still I'm going to put into this category. Tony Gwynn. I never got a chance to meet Tony Gwynn. You know, you say you got to have a connection with somebody when you're younger. Yeah, I've got a chance to meet Magic. I've got a chance to meet Kobe. I've got a chance to meet these icons. Shaq would be a really cool one. I've never met Shaq, but Tony I've Gwynn. Him. I've met Shaq. Me yeah. too. He came in here once. Yeah. for a podcast. Yeah. I was doing the uh, show on Saturdays. Shaq's a really good dude. Yeah, yeah that's all I've heard. Yeah, all I've heard is he's a really good things dude. like that. But Bronstein went downstairs and got him. But I think the perfect example that you had about who's someone you connected to when you were a kid. Yeah. If I hadn't met Magic or Kobe, that's a different story. Tony Gwynn, I never met. Obviously, passed away at a younger age. Uh, T. Gwynn would be that'd be the uh, person. It has to be somebody when you're a kid. It's yeah. just an adult you can admire somebody. For instance, I never got a chance to meet Vince Scully. I got never got a chance to talk with him, and he's at the very top of the pyramid of people I would yep. have liked to have met. But I didn't really get who he was until I was. A, a young adult basically and by that point you can admire him and be you know all you know kind of gobsmacked by the fact that they've done all the things that they've done but it's a little bit different than when you're 12 years old and fernando valenzuela striking guys out you're like that's mm. just unbelievable fernando's at the top of the list for me chick hearn i met dr jerry bus i met so there's a couple of those like iconic iconic that i got a chance to meet all right so beto should be listening right now because we're going to talk a little otani uh there, Beto. There's Beto. something going on that I don't think is a big deal, but it might be. Okay. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.